Welcome to The Floss. My name is Gabe Gary, and on this interview feature episode, we have, as of about a week ago, uh, one of my new co-workers uh, in the advertising world. And if you're a comedian listening to this, you definitely know who this guy is, because um, if you ever saw him, you'd probably whip your dick out and do anything to get on a show. Connor Balderson. Go ahead and say hi to, hi to the people. What's going on? Instagram, Reels. No, thanks for having me, man. This will be cool. Um, do you have any do you have any other introductions you want to give yourself? Uh, co-founder of Follow the Crowd, my girlfriend Grace. Uh, April of 21, we started doing the show, and it's been a lot of fun. But outside of that, I work in advertising downtown. Love what I do. Brands I get to work with. So being able to combo those two has been a lot of fun. So I'm excited to see what the rest of the year kind of brings in comedy and advertising and everything and kind of go from there. All right, Connor. I start every episode with the question, and you know what it is because I had to tell you like four different times. Got a teaser. What is something you do that you think everybody should do? Well, I this one I sat with for a while, but ultimately I like I think my what this like idea of like a positive attitude, and it's kind of crazy and it's kind of almost like third sense a little bit, but like manifestation I think is kind of like a really <laughs> big thing. <laughs> And like no 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 BS like I feel no, like everybody yeah, no, should yeah. do that you know like it's it started a long time ago like I remember first like doing that as a like a child you know I used to go to this basketball camp yes I can basketball camp was the camp and it was just all about like positive mindset and you know beginning with the end in mind um, which was kind of crazy you know you're in like fourth grade and you're like what are these like wizards talking about you know you're like okay but then after a while like. I don't know, it just started resonating, and then you kind of saw things happening. Um, so, yeah, I firmly believe in that. I think everyone should, you know, kind of think through what they want from what we're doing. So I know you're not talking about this, but the reason I laughed when you said manifestation is because the first thing I thought of was, like, manifesting a $2,000 check in the mail. Right. That's not what you're talking about. No. No, it's like things that are, I don't know, you know, a job or a position or like a friendship or I don't know, like literally anything that you're just like feeling that lack of. So you've just, so, so far you've kind of described how, you, how you see manifest like manifesting, like how you were introduced to it. But can you, what, what would you define it as? Just visualizing what you want to happen before you know, like just in your brain, like to yourself, like, oh, I'm going to do this, like visually doing it. It's like the movie in your head, you know, and then like nine times out of 10, like that kind of happens, which is kind of crazy, you know, like especially in sports, like hitting the game winner or like, you know, playing that lockdown D to like close a, a game. Like you're not going to be able to do that in the moment without actually, you know, believing you could and seeing yourself doing that at some point. What did you man? Have you manifested anything recently, other than other than just good vibes? Uh, a lot of the All Star Weekend stuff. I mean, like and that what? just working with All Star Weekend, and you know, the people that we had, you know, ended up meeting and having conversations with during that time was just like that. Like wow, like this. Who I I saw you saw you met Gary V. Yeah, I mean Gary V specifically. Like that's I mean that was. Did you go into the weekend thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna meet Gary V? No, it's more just like 
I mean, like, when I, years ago, you know what I mean? Like, gosh, to be able to, like, chat with this dude, like, someday we'll chat with Gary Vee and, like, you know, chop it up. Like, we got to talk about the comedy show with him, which was really cool. Haven't done the comedy show at the wine bar. Um, Gary has, like, a whole wine line, and that's where he came up from, was from Wine Library, mm-hmm. like, way back in the day. So we were kind of just like, yo, we do these comedy shows at a wine bar. And it was just like, oh, snap. Like, that's pretty tight. You I know? bet he loved so, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I've not heard that, you know? So... Um, but I don't know, like having that, just, you know, meeting somebody or like, and it, you know, it was like a couple minute conversation. It wasn't like we sat and like had dinner together or something, but it, you know, felt like in that moment, like, yo, like this has been a lot of buildup from other yeah. jobs or, you know, things that you follow on Instagram. And like, I don't know, it just was like that moment of like, whoa, that felt like a moment of I've th- like meant to be like, I've, I've had this you ever you know, watch, happen. You ever watch Community? I've not, no. You haven't? No. Oh, my God. Well, uh, Donald Glover's in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, there's a character, Pierce, who everybody hates. And Pierce thinks he's going to die. So he grant, So he uses money to, like, grant all their friends, like, a wish so they feel bad for him. or like they. It's a ba- it's backhand. It's not right. important. But uh, Pierce gets LeVar Burton to come say hi to Donald Glover's character because he knows that that's his hero. Mm-hmm. And he freaks out. Like, he's in the break room of the hospital, like, screaming. And he goes, he was like, I just wanted a signed picture. You can't disappoint a picture. <laughs> he had such a bad time meeting his Gary V because he was afraid that he was going to fuck it up. He could only think about all the ways he was going to disappoint it negative. Him. It was done from the be- from the get-go. Before it even happened. Yeah. Was, so, like, when was, when was the last time you've had a negative experience? Could you name one? Um... I mean, all the time, you know, like, like what? It, uh, like you know, all the time. It's not all the time, but like you know, there's like I, I, I like to keep a positive attitude, you know, and the the negative experiences, I just kind of like take it with a grain of salt, you know what I mean? Like at our show the other night, some lady was making a whole scene about her being her birthday, and you know, she didn't uh. want to move her seat. And like that was a negative time, you know. Like I <laughs> That's was like, a bad time. yo, was like this before the show, y- like minutes before, <laughs> you know. And I was just like, okay, you know, like <laughs> I guess you're sitting here for the show. So, and it was funny. My mom was actually sitting right over there, and she was like, I was ready to like throw down, and she was like, but you like just didn't even let it phase you. Like so, I was like, ah, like I didn't even in that moment because like, I, like it hurt, you know. I'm like, yo, I got. I wanted to be like, this is my show, and like, oh, you know, it's so tempting. And but then you're like, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's all good, you know, you'll be alright. So. Yeah, dude, there was some fucking drunk ass. My my parents' friends at my special, the 9 p.m. show, like amazing crowd. But there was like some drunken, like uh, shenanigans happening in like the front row, and I stopped the show, and I was like, you guys need to st-. like I. I could have blown up so easily. Right? I could have blown up so easily. I I can't remember exactly what I said, but I was like, you guys need to stop. And then she, like, st- stood up and she, like, tried to give me attitude. I was like, I will ask you to leave. Please sit down. Mm-hmm. And, like, for a half second, I feel like you could have felt like a pin drop in the room. Yeah. 
Because it's like, how's he, how's this, how's he going to react? Like, people want to see the reaction. And nine times out of ten now, people want to see that blow up, too. You know, like, oh, they want to see, some, like, oh, I hope he goes off on her or something. But I know, but I don't know if I would have been been able to save the show. But no. at the time, I was talking about racism. So after I was done talking to her, I was like, back to the very comfortable topic of racism. And that kept it like, but oh, yeah, dude. So, but that's like things like that. That whole entire time, like, I just had, you just had to keep telling yourself, it's going to go well. Right. It's going to go well. And even if it doesn't, you have to be prepared for, like, the, any hiccups. Chaos can sure at any time, right? Especially when dealing with the public. Uh, <laughs> you've seen Harry Potter. Yeah. Surely. Like, the early ones. I'm not like a... You haven't, have you know. seen the sixth one? No. I, I'm not a, I'm like, I'm terrible. Like, I'll watch a movie like, yo, that was a good movie. I made him watch Fellowship of the Ring, and he wouldn't continue. Yeah. Jesus, I like Harry Potter, man. though. It's cool. I'm just not like, I know Ron and, you know, Hermione and all them, the gang. All them. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's cool. So, like, I don't know. I feel like that's, you know, I don't, I have a hard time, like, I feel like I'm always scatterbrained, you know, and like constantly over so being able to just dive in on six seasons whatever movies it was one like every three years it's a lot (laughs) grace will be like let's watch game of thrones i'm like there's like 50 episodes oh you know i couldn't do game of thrones i that's the reason i won't do anime but i will i do watch vinland saga because there's only one season out so that's easy to catch up I got to set my game up there for but, sure. So wait, you guys watched Fellowship of the Ring and then not the next two, dude? What the fuck? Extended editions? No. Well, that's okay, yeah. dude. That's like a whole dude. I'll spend a whole weekend and just do that and watch those movies. It's a shame that there, like, if there wasn't like a reason for us to all been in our house for a really long time, that I could have like caught up on. Yeah, some stuff, you, you really could have. It's like huh, talking about a missed opportunity. Or maybe a future opportunity. Who knows? I don't know if, dude. I I probably maybe watch one movie a week now. Before this job, I was maybe like two a week. Before this, before I was working on the special, maybe like three a week. Okay. During quarantine, like six or seven a week. But like, well, you're a film guy, though. I feel like that's like I your... do like them, but like it's just like it doesn't take that long. <laughs> <laughs> it's an hour, dude. <laughs> but the reason I ask is because in the sixth Harry Potter, he drinks this potion called Liquid Luck, and so like. Everything you do goes in your favor. Okay. But it's just, he just really, in reality, he has really good attitude about everything. And so he keeps coming across, Harry keeps coming across these things that like actually aren't great, but he's just like so upbeat and he just goes with the flow. Mm-hmm. And he says, tonight is going to be a really good night. He just keeps saying that over and over again, like tonight's going to be a great night. And it ends up working out for him. If he would have been like, dude from, uh, you know, other show, then it wouldn't worked out. Probably not. So why do you think, what, why do you, so people who don't do this don't manifest. Well, actually, hold on. I want to, I kind of want to break this down because you just manifest good vibes. You're like, things are going to go my way. I've been straight and white my entire life. Why would they start going south now? Honestly, too, it's, I mean. That's at least half of it. And that's something that is kind of like you hear people say, like, I already you know, I have everything I could ever ask for, you know. And I, I acknowledge that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not, like, using that, you know. It's, I, I'm aware of it. 
But I feel like having that be something that's like, it's just in the conversation. But it's like, and I'm at least you just got to be aware of it. I feel like, and that's like all that matters, you know. Well, I feel like so. I I feel like like most of most of our adult temperaments and behaviors are based off of what happens when we're kids. Mm-hmm. So if you have a pretty good upbringing, as most straight white men have, you don't really have reasons to be pessimistic about a lot of situations because for most of your life, things have turned out pretty well. Really good point. But if you got cigarettes put on out of your arm or you like were grow, eat, like you watched your mom not eat bologna sandwiches while you ate bologna sandwiches, you're going to have kind of a negative outlook on life. And we're not, So true. And... We're not going to shit on those people. What I, who I want to shit on, are the people who have had the good upbringing, the suburban upbringing, the private schools, the good colleges, and they still choose to just constantly be negative. Yes. And have a bad attitude, and they play they play the victim to capitalism. Like it's like capitalism is so bad. We're all going to die because of climate change. I might as well not even get out of my bed till noon anyway. Why? Why do you think you're having a bad time? It's because you have such a shitty outlook? Yep. It's re- it literally starts with that, you know? And it's hard. I, I can't. I, I Those get, people have everything going so. for them. No, right. dude, I know these people. They have had everything going for them, and they still have terrible attitudes. They play victims I when they're why, not. Though. I don't know. I feel like I don't like. I mean, just being honest, I don't really associate with anybody that I is kind of like a Debbie Downer. I feel like everybody in like our inner well, circle. I, I just crew, see him on Twitter, right? I so see. I just I, I don't know. And on Twitter for sure, and whatever. Like, and you know they exist. Like, even I guess more not friends, but like peers. You know, you sure. see it. So yeah. But you do kind of be like, or if I go back, you know, if you're in another city or something, you're just like, dang, like. You know, th- my favorite is the people that were big in high school that didn't leave like their little town. You know, but cause that's it's, a classic. Because, but I feel like that negative kind of mindset, you know, is in that deeply though, because it's like, oh, I will never be able to kind of. I'm fifty-fifty with or, you on this, on this one, because a lot of people I know from my hometown that have, they're like some of the happiest people, because they know what they want, like three kids, you know, or whatever, that's married, what and I was just talking to uh, Jeff. I had coffee with Jeff. And he was like, my best friend, like one of my best friends, I think they're pushing 40. He's like, one of my best friends, all he does is he plays in hockey leagues year round and he does odd jobs to pay for the hockey leagues. No kids, no girlfriend, no nothing. He's, and he goes, he's the happiest person I know because from the time he was like 15, he knew exactly what he wanted, which was to play hockey. Here he is, still being able to kind of make it happen. So, like, and I don't know what I want in my – I don't know what I want. I know, like, things I want. Like, I I do want a wife and kids and certain things. But, like, overall, I don't know what I want philosophically. I feel like you might not either. But when you know that for the weekend you want to have a good time at All-Star Weekend and meet someone cool like Gary Vee and talk to them, like, that's what you want. If that's what your main focus is – you're going to be pretty fulfilled. Even if you never met him, I feel like you would still be okay yeah. and happy with the fact that, like, you know, it's not the end of the world, but I still had a good time in, like, during the hunt, like, yeah. during the process. But if that was what you wanted, but the whole time you were just thinking, oh, 
I hope they don't tow my car because I parked in a bad spot. Like, if that was just on your mind the whole time, it doesn't so matter what true. you want. It's just going to distract you. Just the distraction and just it being a negative thing, like a burden yeah. almost. And then you know? you're at the place and you're, oh, you guys want to go to this next bar and get drinks? It's like, oh, I don't know. My car's, bar, my yeah. car's kind of close here. I don't, it's just... Just one tiny little thing take your take your mind off of your focus can just ruin everything. Yeah, and, and I mean, is that like being prepared or is that you know? I don't know. It's it just goes back to being in the moment, right? Like, you know, in any situation though, kind of like how those you know, like that the the story I mentioned of the lady freaking out at the show, like that could ruin the show. But it was just like a little blip, and it's well, just like, yeah. what did you want? Did you want this lady to shut up, or did you want to put on a good show? I mean, it was a good the, the show, right? Like, I didn't so, even know this. So lady. that was your main focus. Yeah, I want to put on a good show. Now this lady throws a wrench in that. You could have put her in your place, and you would have been absolutely right. But then the whole time during the show, you might have been thinking, "Could this have been a better show if I didn't do that?" Yeah, could have killed the vibe even for other people, like bad taste in their mouth or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it was like it even wasn't even that big of a deal, you know? It's like it's so, not- but it's just like the delivery of. But you made a play in favor of the higher goal. Yeah, definitely. Because it's just, yeah, why, you know. But it, but it's so quick, too, though, right? Because like, I literally felt blowing up, like, right here, you know, which was after the fact, I was like, whoa, like, glad I reeled that in. Because, yeah. like, and that was like, one of the first times I've ever had that moment. Because, like, usually the shows are pretty damn smooth, yeah. you know? It's like everyone's just good vibes and hanging out. So that was a first. And I was like, ah, okay, well, I'm glad we had that first to then – See how we react. Do you get angry? <laughs> it, it, it'd have to be something really deep to like, I don't know. Do you get mad or disappointed or angry? Or do you blow up or do you... I get of, disappointed. scold on you? I get disappointed. I could be pretty nasty too. I feel like if it was like something very personal. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it goes back to the people you associate with too. You know, like I really don't have... Mm-hmm. I don't know, like bad blood or anything with anybody. Yeah. Like it's just kind of like I couldn't imagine, you know, things I and the things you do get upset on are like, you know, like angry client email or something. And yeah. it's kind of like, and even that's in grand scheme of things, it's like, you know, you can, they don't care about me. I don't really care. Yeah, about Yeah, you talk some quick, you know, shit with your coworkers or whatever, and then like, but and then even that, it's like work stuff. You know, it's not even that's just a little sliver of what we all do anyway. Dude, it is so easy to just discard people from your periphery. Yeah. There's a guy, I'm not going to name names, but every single time I see him, I ignore the first 30 seconds of our interaction because it's it, it it's always like cuz I I'm constantly putting stuff out on like social media and YouTube and stuff. Right. Whether and it's not almost all of it's not good. Maybe one out, maybe one out of every like five posts is like, like oh that's good. But the rest is just it's filler, it's content because that's the name of the game. Keeping the lights Puts, on, yeah. And so, like the first like th- every time I see this guy, the first like 30, 45 seconds, it's some little snide little like comment. Like saw the Instagram, yeah. Saw yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's like, dude, I think you pay more attention <laughs> to my stuff than I do. I like that game. I'm going to start playing that game. Especially, I, like, approaching I conversations the and then seconds. just going, like, what is this conversation going to bring yeah. me right now? And, well, it's – and uh, especially because we're usually around other people when we see each other. So, like, if there's, like, a group of three or four people and I'm, like, I'm like talking to one person, he'll come up and say something 
and I'll just look at him and then look back at the person and keep talking. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Like, you know, I don't know. And that's easy to, I think, like, I love that, the peripherals. Like, you have them on. Why not? You know? It's like the blinders for horses when they race. Like, yeah. it's just... They, like, they, what do they, what do they want? They want to get to the finish line. Yeah. Everything else is not important. And there's times you can, you know, I don't know, not have, you know, cause then you got to meet new people. Right. I feel like I struggle with that sometimes too. Cause sometimes if you have them up too much, too, too it's like yeah. a little hard to kind of, I don't know, like some of my best friends have been best friends since like kindergarten, you know? And as of like doing the comedy shows, it's been great to like meet people like you and Jeremy and, you know, other people that. I probably would have An never entire community engaged with, you know, if, Oh, so I'm at a show or whatnot. But like, that was interesting for me. Cause I had always been for so long, just very, not like sheltered in the sense, but like, Oh, these are my three friends, you know, mm-hmm. but could be outgoing without like having to make friendships, you know? So right. it's networking. Right. But I feel like that balance of like networking, but then knowing when you can actually have rapport with somebody and be like, Oh, like, Gabe actually is a pretty damn cool dude. Yeah. So not everybody's going to have that moment, but, like, that's why, you know, if you at least have conversation and be like, oh, we got some stuff in common or, like, you know, dude's cool. He made a joke, made me laugh, yeah. like, whatever. Like, so makes it easier then to be like, okay, like, well, let's grab a drink or have coffee yeah. or whatever and, like, see where this friendship or, you know, whatever goes. You use the term good people more than anybody our age should. Uh, but you're all, it's, it's, it's like some of the, it's the best way to describe somebody like, just like that. It's a good person, you know, they're good people. Yeah. It's not hard. Right. Like there's like, there's bad people. I feel like even, you know, but like if people are able to at least acknowledge that, I feel like it's kind of like, okay, it makes yeah. it a little easier to like, someone's not always trying to get you or someone's not always trying to like, you know, there's going to be trolls and haters and all mm-hmm. that stuff too. But like. I don't know if you're able to have conversation and yeah, they're actually, I mean, nine times out of 10, you'll find out probably like, yeah. And what's cool too is those, those are the type of people that when you need something, like going back to the, the first conversation, needing something, then it's always like bad vibes. You have that conversation. You're like, oh, they're good people. Mm-hmm. Then you start being like, hey, do you want to be on the show? Or like, yeah, hey, yeah. do you want to help me do this? Or like, hey, like we should, I should connect you with somebody that yep. like, and I feel like when people just out the gate are like, yo, I need this or throw me on or, you know, you're like, but then like if you have conversation and then there's been some people that have just been just good people. First time I met them and been mm-hmm. like, you're on, you know, they, they mean they were on the show that night. I didn't even know who they were, you right. know, but like I was like, ah, oh. like that was a good person, like open. They politely, you know, or cordial introduced themselves like. It's not hard to you just talk about be Paul like, Henry, aren't you? I am. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Paul was really polite. He was one of the like I've never had somebody just that. I was just kind of like I don't even know how he got on the show after the fact. You know what I mean? I was kind of like, what just happened? He just like, snake his way out. <laughs> like, but I mean, it was me, like us, like, but it was just in that like it just I never felt something that like for for I'm just as him an example like that authentic. To, He's extremely authentic. Just be nice, like just good people. Yeah. Uh, so to 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 bring this around to the to the caboose or whatever, we talk about manifestation. We talked a little bit about like you know, a lot of the good vibes come from come from having a focus and a goal, so you could like take things on. So when, I feel like when people those people we were shitting on, I was shitting on, and you just kind of let me do it. You're probably just as guilty then. 
Honestly. The bystanders I mean, are just as guilty as the Nazis, you know what I'm saying? Sheesh. Uh, do you think perhaps maybe the people that put out bad vibes do so? Because they don't know what they want. So how could they put their focus on it? Like how, I'm a believer that, you know, work not in the sense of nine to five office job that you hate but like work in the sense of making progress towards something is like human beings need that oh yeah you need to have something you're working on like a project it's like in our dna back when we didn't have society that project was finding food and if you weren't finding food what the hell were you doing yeah providing like we have so much provided for us you need to find a way to Fulfill yourself, fill your time heartily. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Like, Virgil Abloh, I I forget the number, but he has something where he says he's constantly working on six projects or mm -hmm. things at a time. Always six. I think the number six might be five, whatever. But it's a number that's like, like, I was like, dang, you know, because you got to be that dedicated. I mean, six things. But if you're on one thing or two things, it's actually not that much. Right, but like one or two, you could overcompensate. Like yeah. it, sometimes it's nice to step away and be like, ah, oh. oh yeah. Then you come back to it a fresh set of eyes, or like you know, if you're doing a, a flyer or something, I'd be like, yo, this is dope. Then you come back to it, and it's like, mm-hmm. nah, like that wasn't it. So, but yeah. having different, like you said, you know, finding different work, but then finding that balance could actually be helpful that you have more, like more things going mm-hmm. at once. So I thought that was cool when he said that. I was like, dang, like I need, I need another. Part of that, too, is his Harvard speech that he gave is where he talks about this. But I had watched that because it's online on YouTube or whatever. And that partially was where Follow the Crowd came in, too, because I was like, we need something like another substance thing, like a brand. or I, sure. We didn't know what it was. like, But I was like, we need another avenue kind of going. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was partially because when I, you know, hearing Virgil say that, I was like, wow, like we got to step it up. It's not just your nine to five. That should yeah. be your dedicated focus yeah we're a big fan of commencement speeches here on the floss um now it's not just your nine to five you need something else that's that's where that's where the divisiveness of this philosophy comes in with our generation because like you have hustle culture Mm -hmm. which is very close to what we're talking about where Mm -hmm. you get done with your nine to five that you hate and you bust your ass on the side so you can quit your nine to five the reason virgil can work on six projects it's because he doesn't have the nine to five. Like those pay his bills. Yep. And that wouldn't be that hard to do because if you're writing a book, writing a movie, writing a song, producing music, like you could spend two hours a day on each of those things and make incredible progress. Totally. Um, but also, I feel like when I when I say like uh, human beings need to be working on something, it doesn't have to be a project mm. that requires technical skill and is devoted to making money. Mm-hmm. Hobbies, have a hobby. Yoga is a huge one. People have jobs that they may or may may or may not dislike, but they know when they get home they're going to get to work on their yoga, and not just yoga for the sake of doing yoga, but yoga for the sake of you know getting better at yoga, right? Improving themselves, their the skill of it. What Mm -hmm. I we've been my girlfriend Grace has been trying to get me to do some yoga for a while, so I feel like being able to have. Like I like what you're saying with that too, because I get stuck up a lot in the six projects, and it's like projects to me. Right. Well, I, I'm the like, same way. I'm the same way. I like giving myself deadlines and material outputs, but that, but like, 
not everybody's like that, but everybody needs something to work on. Right. Whether it's themselves, whether, you know, fucking woodworking, clean the house. If you're looking forward to, if you like having a clean house and you like cleaning and you're having a bad Thursday at work, but you know when you get home, you're going to get to clean that house, not have to clean the house. That change in words is huge. Right. I get to clean the house. I get to make the space in which I live in a nicer place. So when the weekend comes, I can really relax. Right. Maybe that's what, maybe I just really want to relax. I want to step away from my projects. That's something to look forward to. But when the only thing you do is stare at your phone, you don't have plans. You don't have goals. You don't have anything. You, you're not making Mm-mm. progress in anything. You're not even having your own original thoughts. You're just scrolling. Aimlessly. That's my, I don't know. That's, I feel like being able to have those other moments where, you know, you work on a bunch of clients or whatnot and you have everything else going on in life, but having the moments where you're able to do the things that aren't necessarily like tangible Mm -hmm. or they feel huge, you know, like I don't work out at all, you know? Yeah, I got that from the, my girlfriend's trying to get me to try (laughs) yoga. So I feel like <laughs> for me, I need to do a better job, like not getting deep in the projects and finding like other projects that aren't work or like mm-hmm. task related for somebody else. Like it's time to do stuff for, you know, us sometimes, me. Dude, so. pro tip, put all your electronics somewhere in your house and go take a walk outside with nothing on you. 20 minutes. It's not even that long. It's probably huge. The after it's two, it's so probably like, nice. damn, that felt good. It's so nice. You can't touch your phone. It's in, it's at the house. Do it's, it. It's, Do it. I got to. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's literally one of my biggest mm-hmm. things that, you know. And then you get the notifications, too. Like, oh, screen no, time fuck that. Down, Take the watch whatever. off, too. Like, Go walk outside with The watch doesn't help. Right. I refuse to get an Apple Watch. That is the floss. All right, that was the end of episode one. You plugged yourself at the beginning. Go ahead and plug your stuff one more time. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, Gabe. Uh, Connor Balderson from Follow the Crowd Comedy, one half of, uh, co-founder. So next show, April 23rd, which probably at this point will already have happened. So yeah, all good, though. But uh, yeah, check us out on Instagram at Follow the Crowd Comedy. My Instagram is at WhatUpCB.